T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KCBS Radio. Original podcasts. Representation matters. And that's not just a catchphrase that we can use. It's a reality. Conversations around diversity, equity, and inclusion have touched almost every industry there is especially since the uprisings and protests following George Floyd's murder in 2020. And professional sports has been no exception. But they're more than just flashy keywords. They're ideas and promises of action shaped around accountability and change. It's something that's important because when you see someone like yourself, whatever that means, it tells you that you too could do this. You too can be a part of whatever it is. And I think, as odd as it sounds, I think sports is catching up to that. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Somera, and this is Bay Current. If we're looking for inclusivity in sports, we can look right here in the Bay Area. And my colleague, KCBS Radio reporter Mary Hughes, has had her ear to the ground for it for a while now. A few months ago, she co-produced and co-hosted a Bay Current episode about diversity and belonging at tryouts for the new Premier Rugby Sevens team, the Golden State Retrievers. And this past weekend, she had the chance to produce and host in-depth about the state of equity and equality in sports. I had the chance to sit down with Mary to talk to her in-depth about it. It almost sounds like the the intention is there to want to do things differently and to and to change things, but the actual foundation of how to do that and and make it work for everyone was sort of lacking is what it sounds like. Yeah, I think make it work for everyone and also I think educate not only those that were within those organizations, but who those clients are, who those individuals they serve also became a challenge because this is not the NFL we knew, you know, this is not the, the, the NCAA that we know. So how do we do things differently? And I've been trained this way. Hey, you were able to produce and host uh, an episode this past weekend. Can you tell me what it was about? So I had been taking a look at a new league in the rugby world. It's the Premier Rugby Sevens. Uh, and in particular, Beyond just the details of how the league formed and what, you know, what they were going to be, what games were going to happen, what matches, etc. Was this underlying story of the foundation that the league is really built upon, which is 
this sense of equity and equality and inclusion for their players, for the teams. And that means, it do, you know, none of it matters. It doesn't matter the size of the player, the gender of the player, the sexuality of the player, ethnicity of the player, um, and that it's equal for everyone. And that translates to equal pay, equal media time, equal use of facilities. Um, and it's unique in the world of sports for a league to have that kind of right from the get-go. And so that was the story I was interested in as far as in-depth and getting someone who could really speak to the importance of not only what that league's doing, but to take a broader look at the sports world and their issues and continuing evolution when it comes to equality. And so I spoke with Dr. Akila Carter-Francique, um, who has so many titles to her name at this point, it, it's kind of insane. But she refers to herself at some point in our conversation as a scholar of sports. And I like that one the best. Yeah. Because it sort of encompasses everything that she can get into. And, and we got into a big conversation about equality in sports, where we're at now, and what the future looks like. Tell me, you know, what was your biggest takeaway? Like, did you learn something new from this interview that you did with her? I think the, the biggest takeaway that I got from this conversation with Dr. Carter Francique was that there have been a lot of strides made since 2020. And there's been a lot of, I think, athletes in particular stepping up to not just like political causes, but to the causes within their own leagues of better recognition of racial issues, better recognition of equality issues. And they're sort of taking the lead in this and pushing it forward, you know, but that there's also, there's still more to go. Mm -hmm. And one thing that she brings up is that the work's being done within leagues and within sports associations to kind of be there for their athletes, but that there's not exactly a pipeline when it comes to the education that comes, say, post your sports life. Yeah. And, and how you can transfer that love of the game to something else, whether it be business management, whether it be in medicine, whether it be in coaching, or if, you are, if you're able to remain an athlete and want to continue on into some professional space or some other realm, that there's not quite a lot that's being done to support that. Um, and so that was, I think, just sort of having that insight into what the future could look like if that's more developed was one of my biggest takeaways and, and just some positivity about how things are right now. How did you find Dr. Akila Carter-Francique? Well, uh, this kind of goes back to my days when I was doing more producing uh, here at KCBS, and it was during the Summer Olympics. And we were doing a lot of conversation uh, with a lot of different people about not just like what was going on. I think there was like a heat wave or like, you know, there were physical issues that were plaguing the Summer Olympics. But we were having lots of conversations about equality and about equity for athletes. At the time, uh, Dr. Carter Francique was the executive director of the Institute for the Study of Sport, Society, and Social Change at San Jose State 
University. She has made a complete career and, and of studying the intersection of sport and society. And so when it came to conversations about equality and equity among athletes, how female athletes were being treated, trans athletes being mm-hmm. treated, uh, she was a name that popped up in one of the searching around. And I remembered her immediately when I was thinking about this. So I reached out to her. It's, it's a conversation that, you know, we're having in nearly every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. And sports is no different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a a spectator, as an audience member, right? I mean, like, to be able to see different types of people playing sports and revered and rewarded. I mean, that makes a that makes a big difference. Well, and that's something she touches on is that these when you go to a live sporting event, one of the great things is that by what these teams and athletes are showing you on the field and the makeup of them, it it not only gives a good show to all the fans who are in the stands watching the game and enjoying themselves, but you're visually seeing diversity on the field. You're visually seeing that things are equal between um, men's and women's teams, hence the, the rugby, uh, Premier Rugby Sevens. You get to see it in action. And she refers to that as like a, it's almost like a teaching or learning moment as a spectator of the sport is to see that happening in front of you. And then you take that with you. You know, it, to me, when I think of sports, I think of everybody loves what they love and you're allowed to, everyone's allowed to love it. But it's become apparent, you know, that those spaces aren't as um, accepting as you think they are when you're just watching a game on TV. And I think learning that, you know, can be kind of a blow, especially if you are a huge sports fan. And I've I've been one, uh, sometimes stronger <laughs> at other <laughs> times in my life. But I've I've been there. Well, it's interesting because. Um... I think growing up, I've always thought of sports as this point of like civic pride. And, you know, here in the Bay Area, we love our warriors. We are going die hard for the A's, you know, because of where we're from. But now we get to now we get to look at it. Not now, but I think there is a, a bigger spotlight on relating to sports and the people who play them on a big stage as far as our identities go. Um, and like you said, being able to see people who might look like us in um, avenues or, re- you know, in venues that we didn't see ourselves. Speaking of Premier Rugby Sevens, you went to a game this past weekend in the heat wave. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, uh, it was a series of games, actually. Okay. It was the Western Conference Finals. And just for some context here, I want to kind of tell you a little bit about what that means when we're talking about the Premier Rugby Seven. So it's a new league here in North America. It's the first major standalone club Rugby Seven circuit in the world. And... For context of what you what you would have been seeing had you been there on Saturday at PayPal Park uh, in San Jose, is you would have seen a total of eight teams, four 
men's four women's um the women teams playing against each other the men's teams playing against each other for games that last 14 minutes split into seven minute halves and there's only seven players on each team normal rugby teams have 15 players so it's built to be this very fast-paced quick in-your-face kind of my blood pressure is going up (laughs) just thinking about it but it's very exciting and and it's exciting to watch. Yeah, it, it moves at top speed. If you are not familiar with rugby, but say familiar with soccer, it's a similar kind of energy in that it's this sort of nonstop play with just a small break at one point. Uh, however, of course, the big difference being is that full contact is the point in a lot of plays <laughs> in rugby. Um, and you know they're not wearing helmets. They're not wearing padding. It's it's full on. They're not trying to hurt anybody, but you're trying to take them down. Right. And so, yeah. Game of the game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> if, yeah. Be prepared to gain some bruises. Um, but yeah, we uh, I, I got the chance to see all of the women's competition and most of the men's. Now, it started at like three o'clock in the afternoon. It was going to be done by about 8 p.m. That's a full day of sports spectatorship uh so by the end of it we were all pretty hot and sweaty yeah that's like right at high noon like right at the peak of the sun but uh we got to see the golden state retrievers compete um unfortunately it it wasn't the best day for our our local uh team uh they played in their first segment against the experts and they lost 10 to 7 and then the men's retrievers team played the it, they're called the Rhinos Loggerheads. It's a long name. Yes, that is. But, but great outfits. Cool. It's kind of nice green. It's very, very attractive. <laughs> uh, but they also lost 17 to 15. So then that meant they had to go into consolation games uh, later on in the day. Uh, for the consolation games, the women stepped it up. Yeah. 17 to 7, they won their consolation game. And then for the men... They they also lost theirs, so it was a bad it was a bad day for the for the men's team. It's okay, it was hot. I would have been passed out on the field to be yeah. perfectly honest. But yeah. um, lots of good sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I noticed in particular was just that there was no hard feelings about anything. Everybody was going through the line. They weren't just shaking hands. Everybody was hugging. You could tell that there were a lot of players that knew each other from other perhaps clubs or situations, and they were arm in arm and talking and chatting and it was just this incredibly supportive energy that was going on for such a rough and tumble sport right where you might think aggravation or aggression would be kind of the forefront but it was really just to play a good fast game and then be completely like have camaraderie after the fact love it no matter what and you know people every race well, on these teams, um, there was uh, a nice contingent of LGBTQ fans in the stands mm-hmm. who were decked out in all kinds of gear, <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was just um, it was really great. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, that's all really exciting, and it makes me want to now go to a Premier Rugby Sevens match. You should definitely check it out. KCBS radio reporter, Mary Hughes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. See you in the stands. (laughs) That's right. See you cheering along. 
you can check out this past weekend's edition of In-Depth from our KCBS reporter, Mary Hughes, and her interview with Dr. Akila Carter-Francic by clicking on podcasts on kcbsradio.com. And you can listen to In-Depth every Sunday at 6.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m., and 8.30 p.m. on 106.9 and a.m. 7.40 or streaming on the Odyssey app. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Somera. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 